Okay, so um, um, we are f- um, five lines from the bottom on Gimel Ahmed Bey's 3B. And uh, the question was, there's a sabbatical year, and during sabbatical years you're not allowed to work the land. That's called Shavias. And we said that uh, not only do you not work the land on a sabbatical year, but you actually have to stop a little bit before Rosh Hashanah. Not, it doesn't start at Rosh Hashanah, but it actually starts a little bit early. And when you think about it, if the uh, crops are a long-term investment, so you're actually working the crops that are going to grow on the sabbatical year, so you have to stop sometime before. So uh, the question is, is that a, a Torah law? Is that a rabbinic law? Or is that halacha Moshe Misenai? And so we started the discussion where it's a, that all, we have all three options over here. So the Gemara said, Vahani Hilchasaninu, are these halachas Moshe Misenai that we just know you stop farming, you stop planting, you stop getting ready for next year's crop at the, this date? Kraninu. Good morning, Rabbi Golding. We're just starting here on Gimel Amid Bay's four lines from the bottom, and we're talking about when the Shemitah year prohibition start. And we said they start ahead of time, and we want to know. Uh, we said 30 days before, 30 days before your money back. 30 days has always been a pretty good, uh, even though there was a debate whether it's two weeks or 30 days, but you do find that there's 30 days before you start getting ready. That's always a good, a good way to think of it, like 30 days before. It's, uh, uh, so, but we said that it's a hilchasininu, meaning that it's halacha moshemisinai. This is just, we've, it's always been passed down to the farmers so all the way back. But the Gemara's question is, isn't it Kraninhu? Isn't it a Pusik? Where is the Pusik? It's not. Bacharisha Bachatzer Tishbas. Oh, okay. That's probably what it is. Ditanya. It says, oh, there it is to the right side, Ditanya. Thank you. It's not even a Bach. We're getting good. Okay. There's a commentary on the right who says Ditanya. Okay. Bacharisha Bachatzer Tishbas. You won't plow and you won't harvest during the sabbatical year. Rabbi Kiva says, ain't so clever, Bacharisha Shoshviyas. That's totally unnecessary to say plowing and harvesting of Shviyas, Sharik, Var, Namr, Sadka, Lot, It says very clearly, previous verses, uh, previous but other verses, it says, don't, uh, don't plant the Karmaka, Lot, don't prune. It must be telling you that plowing even before the sabbatical year, as we turn to today's page on 4.8, that enters the Shviyas. Oh, second. Um, uh, the Kutzer Shoshvius and the harvesting of Shvius to Yotzer the Matzoy Shvius. Now it comes out that it starts a little bit before and it ends a little bit after. It's a little bit like Shabbos. You're supposed to start a little bit before sunset and you're supposed to go till a little bit after Shabbos is officially out. It's the idea of, of adding on. Just like Shabbos has a little add ons, we're saying that Shemitah year also. Um, it, it doesn't go exactly to the line. You add on a little bit. Rabbi Shmuel, he has a totally different take. He says, my chorish rishus, he says, you're only not allowed to work the land for optional things. Uh, so too, harvesting, you're not allowed to do optional harvest. But if there's a time when there's a mitzvah to harvest, you're allowed to do it even on the sabbatical year. When is there a mitzvah? Yotzik sir omer shu mitzvah. That, uh, when you have to do the, uh, the barley crop, when you have to bring the omer, you have to send, the, the Beis Amigdash would send, uh, 
workers of the Kohanim out to go and uh, cut the barley. So that's a mitzvah. So that you're allowed to do on a sabbatical year. Okay. So it's two different, uh, two different opinions about what the Pasuk... The Pasuk's definitely come to teach you something you wouldn't know. Does it come to add on to Shemitah year, or does it come to teach you that when it's a mitzvah, it's okay? Always one to the other. Right? Yeah. So the, the bottom line is, we see that there's a, a proof from a pusik that you add on. Ella, so how do we do? How do we connect that with the, the fact that it's halacha Moshe Misinai? Ella, Amr Rabbi Yalda. So you're right. It must be the halacha Moshe Misinai is something else. It's an interesting thing. We had this before. Sometimes you have saplings. If people that have orchards, they're in the tree business. And uh, younger trees are still delicate. They're, they haven't taken yet. And so you don't know if they're going to... Uh, it's, it's interesting. Sometimes you see that. Like sir, if you ever plant trees, like, you know, the, sometimes they take and they, and they just they go. And then other times they just don't, uh, they just don't connect. <laughs> they just don't do it. So Chazal understood that it, if you've got a sabbatical year coming and these trees are really planted before the sabbatical year, those... Uh, they permitted to be watered all the way up because uh, the Mishra Yalda. So the halacha is that that's specifically permitted. You're allowed to permit those Yalda, those, ch- those child trees, those young trees. Krala, Meser, Zikna. And the, pu- the Pusik is telling you about your old trees. Your old trees will do just fine. They're, you don't need to water them. They, you may, they, you, they may grow more or produce more if you do, but uh, those you leave alone during the sabbatical year. Then the Gemara says, Are you going to tell me that the baby trees you're allowed to water? So then you know specifically it's only the young ones, not the old ones. So we don't like that answer. It must be that Allah is coming for um, Rabbi Shmuel, who said that that Pusik. Um, it, it must be coming for Rabbi Shmuel. Who said that that um, Rabbi Shmuel said that that pasuk uh, is telling you that you're allowed to do it for the sake of a mitzvah? So he didn't have the pasuk available to tell you that you're allowed to work the. Uh, you have to start. You have to start shvius early since he didn't have it available. So he uses that the halacha Moshe Misina. The pasuk uh, that's uh, that's for Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi. Because uh, it, it connects. Once you tell me that you're allowed to water the young ones, you're allowed to work the younger trees, uh, even right up to Shvius, so you would automatically know the older ones you can't. That was it. I understand, but, but I thought the whole idea was that we, we learned that you could end it, that you could water the younger trees. That was the theory. Right, but so telling you only the younger tells you the older ones not. So that's the halacha Moshe Misina, is that the older ones not. Then I would say, it, it, you basically, you, it's, it's, it's a two-part. If you only say you can water the, the young ones because of the need, that implies that the older ones you're not allowed. So you see that the prohibition starts and before. So the problem was that you have both a halakha, Moshe Mishnah, and a crop, and mm-hmm. redundant? Is that the problem? Yep. Old mm-hmm. Okay. Rabbi Yochanan, Omer, Rabbi So um, he says, Good morning, Dr. Yafi. We're on the top of Dalit Amad Aleph. So uh, we're talking about starting Shemitah early, uh, meaning starting the sabbatical year, uh, stopping working on the crop, next year's crop, even before the sabbatical year starts. 
And uh, we gave a comparison to just like starting Shabbos. You don't start right at the beginning. You start, uh, hopefully, you're, um, you, you don't go up to the wire. But uh, we said that initially they started... We don't have any wires this Shabbos. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, right, okay. So uh, we said that initially they made these rules that uh, they didn't want people... Uh, Again, there's some danger that once you're working on a crop, it's very difficult to stop at, at a certain deadline. But initially, they were careful to stop early, but in future generations, they nullified it. They said you could nullify it. So the question is, if it was only a rabbinic rule, then you could do away with it. But if it's from a Pusik, how did they do away with the rule that you, the sabbatical year starts early? So the more explains, my taima, they found the lima. They learned out from Shabbos. Agamah Shabbos, Shabbos, Mishabbos, Breshis. They learned out from the Shabbos where the Torah talks about the creation of the world. My lahalad, he asura, Shabbos is forbidden, lefaneho lach mutter. Before and after is okay. Afkan, he asura, lefaneho lach mutter. They understood that it's teaching you specifically that it's okay. Uh, if you say it's halacha Moshe Messina, how do you have a pasuk of Ruda halacha Moshe Messina? In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu isn't going to argue with a pasuk. So uh, the, the, the question is, uh, they learned gzeir Shabbos, 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 to tell you that it, just like Shabbos, uh, technically you don't have to start until sunset. So here also, sabbatical, you don't have to start until Rosh Hashanah. But uh, uh, you're going to tell me that Gzei Roshava knocks out a halacha Moshe Misinai? That's strange. And if you say it's a Pasuk, if you say it's only rabbinic, so uh, the one group of rabbis knocked out the other, so we said, it was that group stronger than the other? Did they know more? Okay, we got that. But if you said, uh, so right now we're in the middle of this question um, again we've had three different views how why you can't this the sabbatical year laws start early either it was the rabbinic rule or it's a halacha moshe misinai or it's a pasuk but our question is uh so we we said that rib gamliel and his basin who who said that you uh, they nullified it wh- how, what was the source of that and we said they quoted exer shava of shabbos shabbos so our question is, if you say it was a rabbinic rule, so they, they brought a Torah proof that it's really not forbidden, and they nullified the rabbinic rule. Uh, but if you say it was a lacha Moshe Messinai, or if you say it was a Pasuk, how, did they, how, how do they make short shrift of that? They held it was really only a lacha Moshe Messinai. The key gamer but the halacha Moshe Misinai was only when the Beis Hamikdash stood, similar to Nisachamayim, Abazman, and that's why it was connected to that. The water pouring, we don't do water pouring today. Abazman she'ain Beis Hamikdash kaiim lo. Basically, that the sabbatical year we had this before, even though it doesn't sound like it's connected to the Beis Hamikdash, it is. Uh, and for for this pause for a second, tithing. Uh, well, tithing may or may not be a good example. We, we tithe today. There, there's always a question. Uh, orla is a good example. You're not allowed to uh, eat of a fruit tree the first three years. That's called orla. So that has nothing to do with the temple. Even today, if you have a plant, plant a brand new tree, even in Toko Hills, you're not supposed to eat from the fruit uh, the first few years. Uh, 
fourth year, technically, you bring up Jerusalem. We don't do that either. That's Revai. But the, basically, the first four years, you don't... Uh, luckily, I don't think too much grows the first three, four years anyway. But you don't, you don't eat Revai either, though, do you? Uh, you're, supposed, you're allowed to eat it up in Jerusalem or whatever. There's certain right. rules. Uh, it's, it's, uh, today, by the time you get to Jerusalem, I don't think there'd be much left. Right. So what, do you, what do you do with Revai? Um, I'm not up on it. I have to look yeah, it up I exactly. Yeah, you got to wait till the fifth year. Yeah, that's uh, Michael has trees. He's saying you wait till the fifth year. But I, I'm just pointing out it has nothing to do with the temple. Whereas uh, these other laws have to do. Now it's interesting. It doesn't have so much to do with the base amigdash. Shemitah has to do with the Jewish people living on the land. When the all twelve tribes were in Eretz Israel. So it's like plugged in. Then the land becomes holy and there's Shabbos for the land. When we don't have the, all 12 tribes living in the land, then Shemitah is not Minatora, and that's why um, uh, what the rabbis could permit it. So that means, it, so it, means this is not Dorosa, then they could just start the, right before, right around right the time? Is that what you're saying? Correct. That's, that's right. I thought, I thought the 30 yeah, days before Rosh Hashanah was Dorosa. So we said that's when the temple was standing. That's uh, oh, that's oh, when the, when it's plugged in, but um, Bizman, it, it doesn't when it Bizman base, yeah, when the temple was standing, yeah, that's gotcha. what we're saying. Okay, Rabbi Stein, mm-hmm. uh, there's one thing I heard too that you might find interesting that there could be a difference between when it, the Gemara says Allah versus Hilchas Gemiri Lach. I think there's a dispute. Hilchas Gemiri Lach could mean could possibly mean it's a halacha, and we had a tradition, but we don't really remember who it was. It could have been by another rabbi. Hilchas Gemiri, that's Hilchas Gemiri Lach, but Hilchas Olamosh Misinai, that's what that one is. But it may not be exactly the same when it says Hilchas Gemiri Lach. So um, there is, uh, I I know what you're saying over here. Rashi does say halacha Moshe Messinai. In other words, this, this over here that seems to be there. There is a debate sometimes when it uses that term if it actually means halacha or is, it, is there some are there two different terms used? Here we actually got into this quote of halacha Moshe Messinai. Uh, okay, okay, but uh, but there is the, okay moving along I now. We, I have a different question: Is, <laughs> is if, they're, if they're making a uh, a comparison to Shabbos? Is the idea is there an idea of making Tosva Shemitah at the end of the year as well? Like Rabbi uh, Shmuel, yeah, yeah, like Rabbi Shmuel. There, so we did that. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, now there, I don't know how long it goes. We'll have to, you know, with the, the, how does yeah, it I go mean, afterwards? Do you need something like a half dollar? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, you make havdola for the land. Like what? Now we can go farm, everybody. Let's make havdola. That's a good point. Right. Well, but you didn't ask. Do you make kiddush? You didn't ask about kiddush. So why are you asking yeah, about right. havdola? Exactly. exactly. I mean, it's very similar to Shabbos. The land is resting. I, I would say the Russians have a concept of Mother Earth. You know that the land is our mother. That it's like a. Uh, um, you know that there's the that they get that really it's from the Torah the idea that there's a Shabbos for the land, that the land needs a rest, and that yeah. there's a, a holiness to letting the the the, the land rest. Um, just like Shabbos, when you don't work one day, you have time to think about there's a Creator. So too, when you don't farm one year, you have time to think that uh, you know that somebody's the boss of somebody makes this all happen. That's it's a similar concept. Okay, we're at the two dots. 
Okay. So uh, we said that you're allowed to irrigate uh, from uh, the above ground uh, ponds and, and things that are there because it, on Cholomoid, uh because it really was not a, a lot of work. You're just opening the areas and letting the water flow through. But you can't irrigate from Megishamim, from rainwater, or Megkilon, or from, or from a well. And the reason was that it's a big tirka. There you got to use a bucket. The water isn't where you want it to be. So in order to get it to your field, it's a lot of work. Bishlema Mekila and the Gemara says, I got you that if you have a well and the water's all the way deep down and you got to get every bucket up, Ika Yisera. It's not only Tircha, it's a big Tircha, it's extra Tircha. Ela Megishami, my Tircha, what's the big deal with rainwater? So Omar Ebeloi, Omar Yoga is there as it's raining outside, right? He says, Gzeira Megisham Atu Mekilon. One view is, he says that rainwater, you're right, rainwater isn't a big deal, but uh, basically once you irrigate, uh, you, you, um, you, you have to just say that only those things that have ponds next to them, you can irrigate. But anything that doesn't uh, is forbidden. I, a particular year, there's some rainwater you can channel towards there. It's a rabbinic decree that if you'll come to do that, you'll come to also, uh, somebody will, will come to use the bucket method. Basically, there's certain fields that you just don't think of, of irrigating um, on Cholomoid because uh, typically you irrigate with a well, even though this year you're lucky you got some rainwater, but it's a low plug kind of thing. We don't differentiate. That's answer number one. Ravashi says, Megusham He says rainwater is a little tricky because you use rainwater, and then when it starts to run low, then you go start uh, augmenting it with uh, well water. And so at the end of the day, you're going to end up doing it. It's a big, the only time it's not a pachka is where you have a prearranged set of water where you just, like I said, you just remove it and the water flows. But anytime you're really transferring, you're asking for a big job. This is another light, but the original, we were allowed to water. If, if it, it was wasn't tirka, right? If there was an existing pond, like right, the Nile, right. where you just let it... So let now it. they're adding on this Tirfa side of it, right? Well, the, the double right. level? Well, no, so we're saying that that was permitted, but not well water. Because watering for irrigating oh, from a well, right. that's definitely a Tirfa, a bucket at a time. Okay. So the question was rainwater. That's another level. So, so hold on, now i got another question. Then why, why is... So Tirfa should be the reason... It was, Tirfa was not the reason for... A field that didn't that didn't have irrigation ditches. It was, it was, it was. It, it was. I thought we just assumed that the Kaddish Baruch Hu provided wine, uh, water for those fields, so you didn't. Ah, uh, no, there's, there's two different kind of. This field's going to uh, um, correct. There are certain fields that really can manage without water. They live off the rain or whatever, or they're located in a good spot where they'll right. they'll grow without all the extra watering. Mm. These fields need extra watering, but some fields it's a big job. You've got to go to the well. Okay. In some fields, it's not. Okay. So mm-hmm. we said there's two kinds, right? One is next to a pond. It's not a big job. And the other one, you, mm-hmm. the only way to do it is bring the water up from the well, which involves a ton of work. Right. We've added to it a third possibility is where there was rainwater that could be drawn towards it. And the question is, is that some kind of rabbinic decree? Or now we're saying when you do rainwater, it's not going to last that long. It's only going to do part of it. and You're going to end up augmenting the rainwater with well water. What's 
between those two inches, because either way it leads up to green. No, no, you, uh, rainwater, I think you're just going to open up a sluice gate or something like that, and the water's just going to... It's just going to flow. It's not, it's yeah. not a big job. But uh, the question is, can we allow you to do rainwater or, and just say rainwater, yes, and well water, no? Or are we afraid that one will lead to the other? Yeah, but like it seems like both answers are saying will lead to the other. So what's really different between those two answers? Because the Rabbi Yochanan says, Atu, Nathan's name, Atu, Meikilonos, right? Right. And Rabashi said, Meikilonos, Gufli de Meikilonos. What's the difference here? And they're arguing in Rezeira. The Omer Rezeira, I'm glad you mentioned that. If you have rivers that pull water up from the swamps, not from the, from the, uh, uh, the, 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 the swamp, from the lakes, the, the waters flows from the rivers. So, that's no problem. Uh, because those uh, those waters are are uh, it's not a big job. Mar is later of Zera, Mar less later of Zera. One agrees with him and one doesn't agree with him. Gufa Amar of Zera. Let's take a look at what of Zera said. Amar Rabba Bar Yirmi Amar Shmuel Naros Amoshki Mayim Minagamim. If you have these rivers that the water flows into the swamps, Motel Ashkemem Cholu Shemoid, it's totally permitted. Let's. Uh, Let's see, Rashi, what's the issue? Mutter lahashkos, it's right in the middle of the page. Mutter lahashimem becholu shumoy. Below, there's no rabbinic decree, dilma pasku meagamim. Now, the water that goes from the swamp, sometimes it, the water runs into the swamp, and sometimes it doesn't. But why don't we say that the swamp water will run out, and you'll go bring more from the river? The question is... Um, if you have a water supply that may only be temporary, are we worried that it'll end up being a tircha? That's the question. It's not going to be enough water. It won't be enough, right. That's right. So that seems, that's the so question. So saying there's no difference between going to the well or going to the river and getting more water. Right, that's, that's right. What that's what he's saying, yeah. Well, and either one of them are a tircha. Either one's going to be a tircha, right. And so, that, that, so if you hold that you're worried about that, then you can't do it. And if you hold you're not worried, as long as it's easy, go do it. I think the real issue, and I get this, is that once you start a job, it's too hard to stop. So you might start a job and start eerie. This is easy. I can do this cholamoid, and then I'll go, and I won't get all dirty. I won't, I won't get all sweaty. But you can't do half a field. And so when the water runs out, you're going to then, you know, you know, have to do the, the heavy-duty work. Are you able to say yes to some of it and then stop if it gets to be difficult? You won't be able to do that. You won't be able to do that. Even though it's going to be really hard at that point because you want to finish the whole thing, right? That's right. Yeah, my, my sense is, I don't know whether, it's, whether this is correct, but my sense is, is that an agam in the Chumash is actually a, a canal. It's an artificial ditch, but, it, but it's substantial, and so it's, it's, it's not likely to dry up. Did they have canal? I guess, a canal is an artificial, is where you're channeling water? Is that what you're saying? That's how you define a canal? Correct. I see. Okay. Correct. Yeah, but the channel it connects to a to a to a, a reliable water source. I mean, in 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 Mitzrayim, the water source was the Nile, but they had um, they had uh, built-in irrigation ditches that were permanent, and um, and that's how they watered their fields. I think they had side ones coming from those ones, Barry, didn't they? Um, that that could be. Yeah. I think um, that's what they had. You know, oh. the says, it says um, that you know Mitzrayim was a place where you watered the land with your foot, and my understanding was is that they had these uh, these irrigation ditches from the Nile that had a dam, and you could just kick away the dam, and and it would be watered automatically, and there was no tircha at all. Mm -hmm. 
And what's a swamp? The swamp is just like a land that gets wet? Yeah, it's just low-lying marshland. Low-lying marshland. Swamp is. I see. Yeah. Okay. That's natural. That's yeah. a natural. Okay. Aceve, so, um, so what we've established is, again, that you're allowed to do things on Cholomoy that are not terribly a big tircha. You're not allowed to do things that are a big tircha, like pulling things bucket by bucket. The question we've run into is doing something that starts out not being a tircha, but may lead to being a tircha, like the rainwater or the, uh, the water that comes uh, from the rivers that uh, over the, the marshland that may dry out. There is a question. Not rainwater and not well water. He said the marshes in Bovel are like water that doesn't stop. In other words, there, you don't have to be afraid that it's going to run out. It's, it's just it's constantly running. Bovel was considered like lowland, like it was, uh, like there, there was just a, it was very, a uh, lot of water. And so therefore, we're not concerned. Turn around on it. Um, if you have uh, these, uh, these, these are like ditches that are filled with rainwater, and they got full Erev Yantuf, you're not allowed to use those to water your fields. You're going to run out, and you're going to end up uh, doing heavy work. But if those ditches were filled with a water supply, then it's okay. And it must be that the majority of the fields will get watered from that water supply, uh, that you can do most of the job. Rabashi says, even if you can't do most of the job, if the water comes easily, you'll say to yourself, well, if I can't do the job in one day, Basically, there the water comes easy, but there may not be enough to do the whole field. But it, it, you can wait till the next day, and then you'll be able to do more. And then the next day you'll do more. And if you know it's going to be an easy job, then uh, you're not going to end up going to the well and doing it that way. You'll just do it. Couldn't you have that answer earlier on when you say you ran out of water, you might and you want to finish it and so forth? Could you say it, the same thing there? It depends on the nature of it. I, I don't know, but uh, the, this particular type of thing. Uh, it, we're saying that uh, since it's easy, even if it doesn't do the whole field, you'll just do the, re- the rest of it tomorrow one, or the next day. I, I don't think this one's giving you an example of running out of water. The other one was we mamish ran out of water. It ran out, right. This, yeah. this is just that it, it, the, the area where the water is can only do part of the field at a time. What if you have uh, irrigation water from one field and when that field runs off, it goes to the next field. So that's okay. I've uh, but sometimes uh, when it, it stops, sometimes it won't go from one field to the next field. No, it's still dripping. I guess if you have really good irrigation, it, it'll, it'll start with one field, and then when that field is nicely irrigated, it'll keep on going to the next one. It's as long as it's still flowing. It's like rice paddies. That's what they do. They put them on the fields or different elevations. Mm-hmm. And the water just keeps it, it, it works its way down. Okay, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Okay. Let's say you got two, uh, two patches, one above the other. Um, you're not allowed to carry up from the bottom to water the top on Cholomoy. That's 
Anytime you're you're moving water, that's a big job. Yes, Even if you have one one set of land, part of it is lower down and part is higher down. You can't lift up from the, the lower side and water the higher part of the land. Lifting up water is a big tirchas. It's almost like um, you know, up north in the winter, they have to shovel snow. And it doesn't look like a big job, but uh, the emergency rooms will tell you that it's uh, a lot of people, uh, they throw out their backs, they have heart attacks. It's, uh, it's because it's the equivalent of running a, a six-minute mile. So for someone who's been sedentary, all yeah. of a sudden running a six-minute mile? Uh, but, but this is why it's lifting up water to, you say, well, it's only a bucket. But, you know, after a few buckets, it's, it's, gonna, it's, a, it's a big tear. Ten pounds per gallon. Yeah, that's right. It's heavy. It's heavy stuff. Right. That's right. It's, uh, uh, liquid is heavy. That's really... Ten Rabban, a rabbi's blood. Nadal in the Yerakos, today l'ochon. You're allowed to... Uh, now, the, the assumption here is that this word, medalin, means that you're allowed to wash your veg- veggies. You have veggies. Veggies are dirty. They grow in a garden. Um, we try to make sure that new chefs you know, always know that everything that comes in the kitchen has to be washed. Anything that grows should be washed. <laughs> Sometimes they say, oh, this doesn't need washing. Look how clean it looks. <laughs> it grew in the dirt. You know, so we do it because of bugs, because you're not allowed, bugs are not kosher, worms are not kosher, but sometimes certain produce looks very clean, but if it, everything has to be washed. It's just always, if it grows in the dirt. So um, you're allowed to draw water in order to wash your veggies, because that, I guess apparently that's not unlimited. You know, irrigation is, is one thing. Just to wash the veggies, that's okay. The ibish filia but if the idea was... Um, in order to help the garden grow better, that's a different story. Rashi, last line, If it's to make them grow, that's, that's not to stop a loss. You're just trying to get a better growth later, and so you, you don't have to do that in a kolomoy. But if you're doing it to make the wash the veggies, that's different. They were traveling on the way. They saw that man. He was kicking the bucket on Cholamoid. He was watering. So So he said to Ravina, put him in Kherim. Blow the chauffeur on him. Whoop him. Do something. He says, didn't we learn that you're allowed to draw water in order to eat your veggies? So uh, maybe that's okay. He's not doing anything wrong. Who said that this word medalin, the lift up, means lifting up water? Actually, maybe it means something else as we turn the page. My medalin shlufi. Maybe it means shlufi. It sounds like in Yiddish, shluf in Yiddish means go to sleep. But that's not what it means here. Rashi shlufi. When the vegetables are packed in, you have to remove some. Uh, otherwise, there's like no room for them to breathe. Mutter leyafosin, mutter. That's okay. That's permitted. Otherwise, they won't grow if they're too packed in. Leyafosin, just to make it look nice. Aser bishvil leyafosin ocean issue. In other words, if they uh, you're afraid that they're just too tight, uh, they're 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 growing too tightly. That um, you're allowed to do that. But if you're doing it just to have a better crop, then you can. Uh, again, we don't we to prevent a loss. You're allowed on cholamoid. 
to do things to beautify that you're not allowed. Uh, over there, it's, it uses that word by vines. It's not talking about water. Uh, they used to leave a corner for a niyam. Uh, or, um, or, or it's uh, or the different things you leave for the poor. So the question is, you're allowed to weed your land. What about taking care of the part of the crop that you leave for the poor? They used to leave uh, the edge. You know, the poor people knew if they came to the farm, there was a certain area where they were allowed to take from. So the question is, can you work on behalf of the poor people on Cholomoid? So he says, well, you treat the poor just like you treat your own. You're allowed to work yours on Cholomoid. You can do a little weeding. You can weed the poor too. Remeir says, Bishalo Rishai, Ve'en Rishai Bishalo No, you take, the Torah specifically permits you to do work just so that you don't take a loss. But once you're working on behalf of others, first of all, we don't even know when the others are coming and where they are. And uh, it, it's almost like if you want to donate your time on Cholomoid to, uh, to do hard work, you'll find plenty of hard work to do. I wonder why they don't consider that part of the robbing. Like you're able to do stuff, clean the street and all that Right, stuff. right. Yeah, that's coming up. But uh, I don't know. I, I was wondering if it's, um, what's the argument here, whether you can do it on behalf of the poor. That's a good question. Um, so, um, so I, I think Tosos points out a little thing. Normally, you're not allowed to touch what belongs to the poor. And here, you're uprooting some of it, but you're uprooting it so that it'll grow better. Look at Tosas, second from Torah said, leave it for the poor. That's in the harvest time. But now you're allowed to take it for their benefit. You're not allowed. So the question is, maybe you just, you're not allowed to, to harvest it. So maybe you're not allowed to prune it either. No, we're saying, no, you're allowed to prune it uh, the, uh, in order that it grow better. Okay. Uh, Right, that's what it looks like. But apparently there'll be a loss if you don't. Yeah. I the Mora says, Vatanya, didn't we learn the following? Midla Mayim. So again, right now we're in a debate. What does the word midla mean? Is it deal with water or does it deal with a kind of pruning? So we just said it deals with pruning. So Omar Lai said back to him. You're wrong, Vatanya. We learned It says over there that it's, it's talking about watering, and and we said that you're allowed to water your fruits in order that when you eat them, they won't have any dirt on them. Tanya, Tanya, you got me. If you learned it, you learned it. If it's, that's what it says, that's what it says. I guess, guess I, I guess I'm. Uh, I, I guess you're right. It does refer to water. So it, it, this was more of a terminology question about that word madlin. Did it refer to? Uh, to uh, uh, water, or did it refer to again this type of uh, pruning of uh, the vines, removing the vines? Okay, venos and ugios. Then we said you can't make uga. Uga again is the, is cookie. Um, I know somehow growing up they had this Israeli Sesame Street that all they talked about was uga, was the the cookie cookie monster. But uh, uga is a is a circle, like a cookie is a circle. So you're not allowed to make cookies for your vine. They they basically there was a circle around the plant. They, they dug like a circular ditch or furrow and they would put water in it and so that would keep that plant watered. So you're not allowed to make those circular furrows for your grapevines on Cholomite. So the Morris says, 
What are ukios? That's cookies. What's the circles here? So Amr of Yehuda, it's binkies. It's called a binky. It's a great word, binky. Okay, let's see, Rashi, ugios, um, eagle saviv. That's a circle around. Kamo aguga. It's like drawing a circle on misoka. And he brings a quote from Choni Yamago, who drew the circle drawer. Okay. So that's, that's that same word. Uh, but apparently another word for it was binkies. Okay, back to the Gemara. Tani nami We learn like this also. Elihein ugius. Bedidan. What is uh, What are these circles? Sheba ikrezei They used to do it by uh, olives and by grapevines. They would do, uh, do these circles around. He permitted it. So what uh, you're saying that uh, these are something you're not allowed to do. He said it was okay. You're not allowed to do brand new circles. But if you had done old circles and you're just redoing it, that's not such a big job. You never had these little furrows. Then That's a big job. Avatiki, but old one, Shikbara Hayolosham Ugios. You always used to have little circular uh, uh, furrows, Vanistimu, and they got closed, then you're allowed to go back When you redig something that was there, it's not such a big job. To start brand new, that is a big job. So then also uh, he's we're talking about here digging an irrigation ditch. Um, uh, are you allowed to dig these ditches? So I understand that's a tirka. But in a sabbatical year, it, it doesn't technically you're you're just dealing with water. You're just dealing a canal or something. So what's the issue? So uh, even though you're not actually um uh doing anything to the crop, it looks like you're uh hoeing. It looks like you're getting the land ready to uh, when you're digging these ditches. It looks like, uh, it's a rabbinic thing, it looks like, uh, like hoeing. When you dig the dirt out of the furrow and then you put it on top, guess what? You plant there because you have all this loose earth on the sides. So that is a form of farming. What's the difference? What happens if when you, as soon as you dig, the water flows? Florida's like that. You just dig a little bit, you know, and then it's like, it's, it's like you're in the water table. And so... The, Immediately the water comes. So if you're worried about the dirt that you dig out, will then be used for planting? That's a problem. It looks like you're farming. It doesn't look like you're farming because as soon as you dig, the water goes in. So clearly you're not planting there. It's, it's clear that you're digging a channel in the water or you're digging to, to, to bring up the water. According to the one who says it looks like you're you're hoeing Lake Well, even if you're, if um, why doesn't he say there's two problems? One is it looks like uh, you're hoeing the ground, and uh, number two, it does the the what about the dirt that you take out? Isn't that going to be usable for planting? So why wouldn't he agree? They're both a problem. Uh, you're right. They, that would be a problem when it, when you have shovels full of dirt. That's what you do with topsoil. The, the issue would be if you take the dirt and you throw it further away. If you left the dirt next to it, then you'd have like a dirt supply. So in this case, you wouldn't. It looks like you're working the ground, you're shoveling. The question is, 
seeing people shovel dirt on Cholamoid, what really has to do with Shvias. If you see people going out with the earth mission, that's what it looks like they're farming. Lamani mission according to the view that it looks like you're making the sides ready for planting, doesn't it look like you're working the ground? The answer is, There, uh, you leave the dirt where it is. Now there, uh, there's hoeing where you really leave the dirt on the ground, and then there's where you move the dirt on the ground and you move it to the sides. Mm-hmm. It's almost two different, uh, two different motions. I think, you know, you have that rake that has the, um, looks like a fork. That you go back. What? Tying. Is that what that's called? Tying. So there, you're, you're definitely, you're fixing the ground to make it easier to plant. Whereas when you're pushing the dirt or lifting it with a shovel, then it's, it, it's a, uh, um, uh, there you're, you're um, it, it's, uh, it, it looks different. Um, Amemar, his version said, it looked like you were doing this kind of hoeing. And he had a question on Rebbe Lozav and Azariah. Did Rebbe Lozav and Azariah say, as long as it's the same motion, it looks like that kind of work, it's usher. For a minute, as a question, you're allowed to um, set up your, uh, uh, your fertilizer on, on, um, on the Shemitah year. That's a good, there's certain jobs that you can do during the Shemitah that you wouldn't get to take care of. So one of them is you can get your fertilized, you can get your, um, you know, where you take the old leaves, or what do you, compost. You can get all your compost done and you can, you're allowed to do that. Remeir, Asr, You have to be three Tvachim deep. Or Ad Shiyabiyah, Gimel Tvachim. What's he saying that, that's Asr? Yeah. Unless you go down deep into the ground? Yeah. Um, this isn't for Cholomoid. Yeah, this is in Shvius. He's saying that you had to have started it before Shvius. You had to have previously dug and created this area for the fertilizer. In other words, the question is, does it look like you're fertilizing your field? Or does it look like you're creating this uh, area to get fertilizer from? So, uh, he's, so one view is you're, you're allowed to make your, these fertilized pits on Shvius. Remeir, Usser, unless you previously dug down three or you big, uh, dug up three. If you had a little bit, you can add to it. He says, no, you had to have started it. You put it on a rock. We're concerned that this looks very fishy over here. Basically, on fields, you're always fertilizing fields. That's a, that's a farming job. It's funny that the question is, when, does, when can you say that it's clear that you're just adding to the, um, you know, something for the future or not? So when it's already been started, that's one thing. Or you're putting it on a rock. But that, that's the question. One says you previously did it. You can see from the fertilizer that you're not planting, that you're just using compost. Or especially if you have animal dung there. Let's see Rashi. You can always tell when it was farming Gomorrah that I have no idea. I'm not a, I'm not a city boy here. But anyway, the dung uh, shows you. Klomer. Even though you're digging in a sabbatical year, near a odor, and that looks like you're farming, va'aser, and you're not, you're not supposed to do farming stuff in the sabbatical year, here it's totally okay. Because when you put the dung there, mochiyakolav delo avid mishum odor. Or uh, even if it's not dunk, when you put the... the 
<laughs> when you put the leaves there, the compost there, it's, it looks like it's clear that you're not, uh, you're not just doing it for a specific land, that you're setting it up for the future to have this uh, uh, compost ready for the when you, next year when you could farm. Okay, moving along, next halacha. So we said you could fix things on cholamoid. Broken, uh, broken things you could fix. My mekukalos, what's broken things? What does it mean broken? How is a farm broken? So uh, he said, uh, as long as it's still a tefak deep, sometimes things that are, are um, they, they get filled with dirt and uh, 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 different, uh, different furrows and different areas. So if it was, as long as it's a tefak deep, you can dig another six. Yeah, digging another six would be up to six. So, um, what about if it's a half tefatif, then you can dig three. Uh, because the, the water won't pass through. See, if, if it's not deep enough, the water won't work. So, um, it's a wasted effort. It's a wasted effort. What about if it's two tefachim deep and it's meant to be twelve? There, the Katarak Tirikisera, there for sure you can. Tvachayam al Shiva, but what about two Tvacham out of seven? So there you're only digging five. And so it should be okay. Odilma, Kim and Ika Tvachisera, but you do end up digging a little bit more. Ika Tvachisera, Tvay. Teku. Now we have our first Teku of the, uh, of the chapter. So um, let's see here. Let's do a Rashi here to get a little context. What's this? Final halacha here. Um, Rashi writes, it's about four lines down. Sheim haisa amucha tefach. Klomar. It means to say, it's five lines down. Klomar. Shetchila hayusham amasamayim. Originally you had a water channel that was six tefachim deep. Venistema. And slowly the water filled in ad tefach until there's only a tefach of water. So Mamida Ad Basically it was six deep, so you're digging five down. You're allowed to dig up to five Tvachim to uh, unclog this original water ditch. The next question was next Rashi, what about if it's only a half tefach on three? it was only three deep. You're not going to dig further than that. The question, I guess, is that will you end up digging more than you planned? Uh, that's, that's going to be the question. In other words, all of these jobs, they may lead you to end, end up digging uh, in, uh, in a big way. And that, that was the question, will it lead to Tircha Yisera? Okay, back to the Gemara, one final piece. He permitted the people in Bar to dig a river. That's a big job. He permitted the people of Sakusa to dig a river that was stuffed up. He said they can do the river of Burdits. So until now, we've been saying you can't do these big jobs. And all these great rabbis permitted the residents of those towns to do those big jobs. What's going on here? Omar, he said, Those are not private farms over there. Those are rivers that the whole city drinks from. And that's for the community. 
We learned before, anything that's for the whole community, you're allowed to do on Cholomoyed. So that's why those were different. Before we talk about a single farmer or two or three farmers that want to irrigate, so that's a big job for Cholomoyed. But when it deals with the city's water supply, uh, then it's okay.